Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to sit for a spell. Hello. 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 Hi, welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm Jess. I'm James. And we're back for real time. <laughs> well, for I guess real. last week was like a real episode. But yeah, like, it was a new one. It was the it week was before that was a re-release, but yeah. We're here. We we're have our here. shit together again. I guess. For now. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh I don't know, man. We're <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're, I don't know what we're doing. We're just uh, we're just hanging in living, there, I guess. Living yeah. life. We are on um, we're on Thanksgiving break. Much needed break for everybody involved in the education world. Yeah, here in the U.S., we have Thanksgiving and at the end of November, and I don't know. I don't remember as a kid we didn't get the whole week off, right? It depends on your district. So, for example, my sister's in Arizona. And she still needs to work Monday, Tuesday, but mm-hmm. then they have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. But then in my district in California, we have the whole week off. But then in my yeah, sister's district, they have a whole week off in October that they call fall break that we don't get. Oh. It's so, weird. Okay. I don't I don't know. Does she have her kids those few days? Or she yeah. just has to work? No, the, kids. the kids come in their full school days. Oh, but see, that's, that's my, what I remember it being when I was young. Yeah. And in my experience, those two school days, I mean, when we were able to have, I sound like a boomer with this sentence, but Back when we were day. able to have school parties and food and stuff on campus, mm-hmm. generally like Monday would be like the artsy craftsy day. And then Tuesday would be like Thanksgiving classroom Pollock day and party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd watch a movie. It's like t- pointless days, but they're days now that I'm an adult teacher, I understand attendance days yeah. and like teaching quote unquote minutes. And what yeah, just minutes. Yeah. So it's like, as long as bodies are physically on campus, you know? Well, cause there are some, okay. So even from in the virtual teaching i mean learning side of it yes well friday um was like one teacher had like a lesson and the rest of them were just like let's talk let's hang out like work on your whatever assignments you're missing Mm -hmm. you know we can they do this thing do you guys do like kahoot yeah like let's do kahoot let's like you know which is like a fun game the kids can all play against each other like a virtual jeopardy and they get to use your phone to answer and you can keep um, track live of who's getting the most points kids go bananas my kid is so competitive he's like so into it and he's not like a well he's very competitive he's not a sports kid but he's a He's a he's a gamer like kid and he's so yeah. competitive. He's like, okay, mom, we're gonna do it. Like, sit here, help me. Like, let's do. We kind of cheat because I help him, but I'm yeah. sure a lot of parents are. So, oh yeah, I'm but I think so... it's a much needed break, and I wish that like everybody who worked could take this break. <laughs> um, for real, yeah, for real. Because even though I'm home, we've talked about this. We're not gonna get into it again. Virtual learning is so much harder than being in yeah. the classroom, and yeah. it's so draining. Mm-hmm. And then just like being pregnant on top of it is just like I can't yeah. handle it. <laughs> I'm not even pregnant, and I'm like exhausted. I'm not even pregnant or teaching, and I'm exhausted just like helping him learn. You know, yeah. Well, on that's that why side, everyone, everyone in education needs this break. Yeah. So I'm looking forward <sighs> to like doing pretty much nothing for a week. Yeah, including on great. Thanksgiving. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, Thanksgiving's kind of up in the air with us. Um, I don't know what we're doing. I have a really big family. Um, and usually everybody comes over to my house, um, which w- with with just like my, my aunts and uncles and our cousins, there's like maybe 35 people. Yeah. And probably more because everybody has kids now. Um, so there's – and my house is not very big at all. So – 
we're all kind of just squished in together. And, you know, so there's no way that was going to happen this year. My brother and my sister are coming over, but they've been like in our pod. So um, other than that, it's going to be so weird because I'm, you know, used to having everybody in the house (laughs) on Thanksgiving. It's just going to be just us. So just be careful out there. Like we said, like we got a ham just in case. I told my mom just to uh, get a chicken. I was like, just get a chicken instead of a turkey. It's the same thing. There's no, there's no, I don't even know if you can buy like a 10 pound turkey. Like, can you buy a small turkey? I don't oh, know. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you yeah. can. Go to I don't know. I don't do any of the cooking on Thanksgiving. My mom still does it. I live with my mom because this is America and I'm broke. So. Especially California. Yeah, the Southern uh, California. And um, I'm not working and, uh, you know, I got a kid. So, no. and it's a pandemic. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> I don't so. think you need any excuses. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving. Other, I mean, other than work and we've just been kind of like at home. Mm-hmm. Really nothing. I don't think I've even been watching anything. Oh, we've been watching The Mandalorian, and we've been watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Because <laughs> um, they've been, I know, okay. They came Hallmark, out really early. Well, they always do. They come out the day before Halloween. Oh. Hallmark, Hallmark skips Halloween. It's the devil's <laughs> holiday. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, and I know it's very odd of a person of my beliefs and non-religion to watch Hallmark movies, but... <laughs> They're just so calming. And they're just the comforting. Time, yeah, and half the time I'm looking at my phone anyway. So well, yeah, they're whatever, easy. But, they're easy to have but, on. I've yeah. been watching um, I Zombie. Did you ever watch that show? No, I never did. Uh, so I've seen it. It came on Netflix. I'm sure it's been on Netflix forever, but it kept like popping up on my mm-hmm. Netflix, and I just like kept watching. They took Parks and Rec off of there. Um, I kept watching like New Girl and The Office and like, you know, the regular stuff that I always watch. I was like, I need something new, but like something that's not super, I don't like need to be super invested in. Yeah, for sure. I I like zombies. This looks fun. It's like a zombie procedural show. Like the girl gets turned into a zombie and she eats the, she works in a morgue. She eats, she gets turned into a zombie. She eats their brains and she can see glimpses of their life. So she like tries to help solve their murders. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I was like, that's an interesting premise. Yeah. And now I'm like in the final season and I'm like fully invested. (laughs) (laughs) So on the reason I wanted to watch it is because um, in Bly Manor, Owen, um, he's Mm -hmm. played by Roel Coley. I think that's how you say his last name. Coley. I don't know. He is like the co-star. He's like the other person who works in the morgue. Yeah. So I started following him on Instagram and then he shares, he like reshares a lot of people's posts about him, I guess, like yeah. art and things like that. And one of the one of the things was the eye zombie thing. And I was like, oh, I like him. He's a good actor. You know, he's like a funny dude. So I started watching it and it's it's actually really good. I think you'd like it. <laughs> I probably would. I'm yeah. just like too lazy to start like a new. It's kind of, um, I put it on as just to be like, I'll have it on, whatever. I'll just be on my phone. And like, now I cannot stop watching it. Oh. And it starts off very, very procedural, very like CSI, but like funny. <laughs> and then it totally changes into like a different type of show, which is really cool. But if you have seen iZombie, out there you know what i'm talking about but huh. i wanted to end oh yeah because it's not on anymore huh? yeah and i looked it up without spoiling for myself but it does have a series finale it didn't just get canceled ended. it like, mm. actually ended so that's good i hate yeah. when that happens yeah but that's that what happens. i've been doing for the past like two weeks is watching i zombie <laughs> nice yeah yeah i've just been watching Hallmark movies and that's it. That's okay. The Mandalorian. <laughs> I have to catch up on The Mandalorian because I know Katie Sackhoff is on there now. 
And she is. Oh, it was so good. She's like my dream girl. <laughs> I'm like in love with her. I have been since Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I loved her on that. She's kind of a similar personality. Yeah. She usually um, plays that kind of character. Yeah. But I think she is that kind of person, though. Yeah. And since Gina Carano turns out to be trash. Full trash. We need to um, have a, a a strong female representation on TV without being yeah. trash. Uh, yeah. Because I don't, I mean, you can't take someone off of a show because of their, like, political views. Like, it's not. Sure you can. <sighs> but it would... <laughs> I mean, but yeah, so I, but I I I don't, I don't fully agree with the, with that. Yeah, I don't think she should be fired for her political views or whatever. I guess, but I, I don't want to support her yeah, in that way. Yeah. But the thing was, she wasn't doing that before. She did no. This just happened. Kind of, yeah. So it's like, geez, lady. Yeah. So, but it, it you know, Disney so does mad. not like controversy. No, they don't. And it makes me so upset because she is a strong uh, female character who is of average size. Yeah, she looks like like a normal person. She looks like a normal human woman. And so it's like, why? Except she's like super buff. Like she's really like in shape and like she looks great. I've been a soldier, you know? I've been. A Gina Carano fan since she was an MMA fighter. Yeah. And watching her, I've watched all her movies. I watched, I don't even remember what it's called, but the movie she starred in where she was like an assassin. She was in Deadpool. Like she was in, and I was like, yes, finally, like she is getting recognition. She was in Mandalorian. I was like, hell yeah. I love her. Mm -hmm. And then all of this like anti-mask anti-lockdown, anti-social distancing, anti-vaccine. She's on Parlay, that, like, conservative... I hate that thing. Um, it's so ...app, disgusting. social media thing. Like, yeah. she's a full-blown conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, I just... I don't fuck with that. Like She'll say something dangerous, and then they won't <clears throat> renew her contract. Yeah. Because she's, she's already filmed this season. It's done. They're, yeah. they're done filming. Um, so if she's in any more episodes, they're they're done. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. But if she says something socially dangerous or enough, they'll do it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, they won't. Yeah. Won't. Well, she said she's said quite a few things about. Yeah. So who knows? She might already so. not be asked back, and we just don't know. True. Um, yeah. We'll see when they start filming the next season. We don't know what happens yeah. to her character this season. So. So far, another. She's yeah. just alive. <laughs> she's out there. Um, yeah. Well, that's something that the show does really well with their characters is that they kind of leave them be mm-hmm. whenever they're done using them, um, mm-hmm. so that they can go back if they want to. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Or not. But uh, anyway, I'll get off anyway. my soapbox now. Well, it's fine. She's trash. Um, And that's, it's just so frustrating when a woman gets into a position that's super freaking awesome and then they're trash. Like, are you hired by men to bring us back down? (laughs) Like, what's happening? I just think she has bad opinions, (laughs) which is fine. She's entitled to whatever opinions she wants, just like we are entitled to our opinions, but that doesn't mean I have to support her. No. So... I'm not calling for her to be canceled. I'm not calling for her, you know, for any of that. I'm just, I don't agree with her and I don't want to support anything that she's doing. So. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Well, in other news. (laughs) What are we talking about today, Jess? (laughs) There's no smooth transition for this. (laughs) Speaking of (laughs) powerful, strong Themes. (laughs) (laughs) Themes. <laughs> um, no smooth transition. No. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the Fae today, mm. the fairy, um, the fairy folk, the wow. Fae folk, however you are comfortable. And um, let me start by saying 
when you start to research the Fae, it's very overwhelming. <laughs> I would think so. I was glad when you offered, you um, volunteered yourself for this <laughs> for this subject. <laughs> I regret that decision. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's start with the caveat that this episode is l- going to be just the tip of the iceberg. Like... Mm-hmm. Just like the tiniest little piece of icebergs out of the water. <laughs> and like so much more iceberg is under the water. Yeah. Like smaller because than the one that sunk the Titanic. Way smaller. Yeah. Because it's a whole thing. Yeah. And I, people I who knew it was a thing. People spend like their life devoted to like I researching. Know. And- so I was finishing last night because I just wanted to get some more things in there. Which now it's like seven pages of information because you know how I work. But um, <laughs> my husband was sitting with me, and so he turned on the supernatural episode that has the fairies in it, mm-hmm. uh, and we were watching that while I was finishing. And it does have some, like, uh, like true I mean, stuff. supernatural always has some like true little tidbits in mm-hmm. there, like like with the cream or the dropping salt, which I don't even talk about, but <laughs> like. <laughs> I talk about the cream, but not the salt. Uh, but I mean, there's like little bits and pieces, which is fun. Yeah. That's a show I should watch because it's over now as of two nights ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm on season I, 11. I think I'm on season 11, too. It's just so much. What are, how many seasons are there now? I think this is like 15 or 16. Jeez. 15? 14? Maybe I'll start from the beginning. That'll get me through the rest of quarantine. Okay, for I don't know. Years. The beginning of this quarantine, I watched all 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So you should just watch Supernatural. Instead. It can be They're done. Much more attractive. Yeah, <laughs> and much more in my wheelhouse. I am not a doctor. I can't watch those. We've talked about it, but it makes me. I feel like I have everything that they talk about. You're a hypochondriac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I really wish I could finish ER, but I can't do it. Hmm. But anywho, um, okay, so I don't even know where to start. But mm-hmm. so let me read, let me start with sources. So, Wikipedia, uh, fairyreiki.com, uh, and then there was pathos.com, and uh, how to attract fairies, an article there also on pathos.com, um, efairies.com, when good fairies go bad. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's like a TMZ. <laughs> I know. Uh, Between Worlds Durham, which is a, a blog. So, uh, when I was doing my research, so much comes up, and I was kind of picky and choosy with what I was going to use. And then I kind of went down a path of like, okay, let me get some like relevant practical information. Mm. Um, and then if we ever do a part two, maybe we'll dive in deeper. But yeah, for now. So um, also part of my breathing because I'm very pregnant and can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a fairy. What is it? What is even what is it? What is um, it? There's a lot of different things that it could be apparently. So I'm going to get into detail with that. But let's jump into the history. So. Essentially, it's a mythical being or legendary creature found in mostly the folklore of European cultures, very primarily Celtic, Slavic, German, English, and French, right? Mm-hmm. Europe. It's a form of spirit, can be described as metaphysical, supernatural, or preternatural, which I don't know what that is. Um, so myths and stories of fairies have always been around. It's just one of those things where it's like ghost stories have always been, witch stories have always mm-hmm. been, mm-hmm. Um, fairies have always been. Mm-hmm. They're just it's it's in it's in tales and legends and paintings and art other artworks just as far back as you can think of. You know, yeah. you have fairy sprites, um, trolls, goblins. Some people kind of put those all into one. Um, some don't. Some think of them as very distinctive individuals. Right. So, again, it's up to your culture. Um, the label fairy has been applied to very specific magical creatures with human-like appearance, magical powers. Um, they like trickery. Other times they've been used to describe, like I said, goblins and gnomes, but less likely. 
Um, Mm -hmm. There's pretty much like a motif. The most common one is that they are kind of tricky, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be tricksters. They're going to play pranks. Um, But at the same time, they might help you if they like you. Um, Mm -hmm. There's, I didn't talk about changelings just because I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Right. That's like its whole other. It's a whole other (laughs) thing. Yeah. (laughs) But like. That's like its whole own episode. Yeah. And there's a whole thing with them um, taking away children, uh, which in my research wasn't very common. Um, And it's mostly in super old legend, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like a warning. Um, Let's see. There are some using protective charms um, to ward against them because Mm -hmm. of those reasons. Uh, They're said to be in very specific locations, like in Ireland, um, where you can find them. You know, like if you go to uh, those little hills or find the mushroom circles, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. the fairy circles or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They were also a huge piece of Renaissance literature and art, which was interesting. I think because they were so pretty. Yeah, um, at least a lot of people depicted them as being so pretty because yeah. when we got out of um, the plague, part one, <laughs> the yeah. bubonic plague or the Black <laughs> Death, um, they went into the Renaissance, right? And the Renaissance was all about rejoicing in life and beautiful things. And so part of that was fairies. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get a lot of our iconic imagery of fairies from. Mm-hmm. Like the really pretty, dainty, whimsical things that we... Tinkerbell type. Yeah, exactly. Long, flowy gowns, translucent wings, harps. I don't know if they really play harps or not. Tiny, tiny little harps. And and being very small. And fairies being very small. Um, So, there's a couple by a couple... Seven, eight. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> origin story, like possible origins of fairies. Okay. So I'll go through them quickly. <laughs> uh, so basically the common feature is of European background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mostly from folklore or legend. Uh, so one of them is kind of like... Oh, there's always the Christian explanation, right? So, mm-hmm. so one of them is a Christian explanation: demoted angels. Oh, so um, the Christian story says that fairies are actually demoted angels that are sent down to earth for revolting, <laughs> and uh, they still have some power because they were angels, but um, they're closed off from going back through the gates of heaven. And so now they're just on Earth. But I thought angels were, like, huge. I mean, it's all up to your imagination, I suppose. Okay. I mean, it would make sense if, like, God was like, well, you're bad, so now go be tiny on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He's just, like, so cavalier about it. (laughs) He's like, I don't know, just, like, make them real small. I don't know. But, like, if God is all forgiving, why is he going to do that? Then why does anyone end up in hell? Let's not start this. <sighs> Anyways, demoted <laughs> angels. They're small now. <laughs> okay. Little, little they're, not, uh, they're not evil enough for hell, but they're not allowed to be in heaven anymore. So this is like, this is like, uh, Earth is like a jail. Yeah. It's a jail or like their purgatory. Purgatory. And then yeah. hell is like, uh-huh. like state prison. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but they're, they are all, they are seen as subjects of Satan, Lucifer. It's always Satan. That guy, that guy accepts everybody. He does. He's all accepting. <laughs> um, and then along with the demotions, um, demoted pagan deities. Hmm. So at one time it was thought that fairies were originally uh deities such as nymphs or tree spirits or mm. something and then they got demoted from hmm. their powerful positions um and were given less i guess respect um or uh have you ever seen 
if anyone's ever seen or kind of read American Gods. I've um, read American Gods, Gods, yeah. They did have a, um, what channel was that on? Stars? Stars, maybe? Yeah. Um, fantastic. Wonderful show and more wonderful book. But um, Yeah, the book is great. It's, it's one of the, huge. Yeah, one of the key features of that book is that we have all of these um, gods and goddesses that we've worshipped throughout time. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether it be um, Hindu or Norse or uh, anywhere, you know. Yeah. But over time, their respect and appreciation has like depreciated Mm -hmm. and they've become less powerful. They're still here because they're immortal, Mm -hmm. but they've become less powerful. And so that's kind of like part of this is that like they have just become less powerful because Mm -hmm. of changes on Earth. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Oh, here's another christian one i'm kind of going kind of hand in hand with the demoted angels but instead of angels fairies or demons oh which is surprising for christians because i thought it was catholics that believe in demons catholics definitely (laughs) believe in demons so i mean same they're just straight up tiny demons yeah tiny demons um so a recorded christian belief in the 17th century said all fairies were demons <laughs> so All I guess them. this group really <laughs> popular was Puritanism. Hey, right around Thanksgiving time. Um, mm. And uh, um, the Reformed Church of England, which was Anglicanism, which is why people came to the Americas and took over all the native land in the first place, was because of Anglicanism. if you didn't know that. I didn't know um, that. They didn't like it. We won't get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's, again, another episode. <laughs> Yeah. So um, basically in that tenet, um, a fairy is just another name for demon. Let's just keep it at that. Okay. Okay. Another really interesting one um, are spirits of the dead. So one belief is that- This is really weird. Hold on. I smell you in my room right now. Don't smell me. (laughs) What do I smell like? It smells like like fabric softener. I'm smelling my hair. Do you smell like like it's I smelled something and then it reminded me of you. Like just like clean laundry, like fabric softener or something. I am very clean right now. But like I smelled it, you know, and then I was like, oh yeah. Jessica. Maybe it's the fairies. Weird. It's gone now. How weird. Yeah, yeah. It was just, I, I don't use fabric softener either because I, me, and my son have really sensitive skin. Like if I use, yeah. I have to use like the baby soap, like for our laundry. Yeah. I don't use fabric softener or like anything. I don't use fabric Weird. softener. I use pods, and they're very fragrant. It smells like clean laundry. Like I don't hmm. know. I don't know if it's the one you use, but I smelled it, and you popped into my mind. So I don't know. It was just weird. But maybe it's the fairies. Maybe. 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 Never mind. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the fairies. <laughs> so one more is spirits of the dead. And one belief held that fairies um, derived from um, ghosts, essentially. Okay. Uh, and this is from a bunch of folklores and myths. Um Part of this is, you know how in, we talked about Stonehenge and just if you know anything about ancient burial practices of the ancient European tribal groups, um, if you happen to know that. Don't we all? (laughs) They were buried. (laughs) (laughs) Common knowledge, no? Don't you know? Um, You know? (laughs) They had burial mounds. Right. Right. And so you would have these giant mounds. You can find them all over Scotland. You can find them in Ireland. You can find them. It's like um, rocks, right? Over. No, it's literal little hills. Oh, little, okay. Little hills. And so um, part of this is because of the respect that went into that, um, uh, they kind of like come back up, I guess. Mm, okay. Because of that. And that's where we kind of maybe get associated with the fairy hills or glades too. Right. Right. Mounds, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, another one is hidden people. So this is more, this is more like an outdated one, um, but a prehistoric race. Oh, 
I've never heard this one. Magical race, obviously. Earlier human or humanoid people um, that have just kind of like evolved into this way, into like more of a magical, supernatural, smaller creature. Yeah. Being. (laughs) Which is really interesting. And I like that. That makes sense. It's just. Yeah. They just are other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one is elementals. So mm. um, maybe not fairies per se. Maybe we're kind of chunking two things together. Um, but maybe creatures that more are spirits of elements. So mm. I know this is a really funky kind of like example to give you. But um, <laughs> in Frozen 2... They have like the little elemental, like the Never little snow it. elemental. What? It's so cute. Never seen it. I'll watch it at Christmas time. Anyways, there's like this little, <laughs> this little snow lizard. Okay. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> or like little ice lizard. But like um, there in different cultures, there are elemental spirits associated with the forces of nature and mm-hmm. with seasons, right? So you have right. like. Uh, cold winter uh, sprites or spirits you have Mm -hmm. the summer you have fire you have water um water sprites you know those are Mm -hmm. different things Mm -hmm. so kind of putting the two together yeah okay okay so two more um the first one is very very prevalent in the celtic irish culture um there's a lot of worship in this area in the pagan and wicca community that focus on celtic practice um, and I apologize for my pronunciation, but it's the Tusa de Danan, um, which is a... Sounds good to me. And I apologize if I'm not <laughs> getting this right. But um, it's the race of supernaturally gifted people in Irish mythology, um, hugely respected, uh, huge deities, bef- pre-Christian Ireland. Uh, many of the Irish modern tales of the Tusa de Danan refer to these beings as fairies, um, though, if you go back farther, it's um, more than that. Goddess, got it, god, like bigger, mm. powerful. Okay. Um, there's a lot of ancient tale or folklore or legend um, where a lot of the power is originated from this. Like, if you have personal power or the power of the land in Ireland, it's mm-hmm. kind of like really Comes associated from this. with this. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, kind of like in the same realm as like Morgana, you know? Right, right, yeah. So um, these are possibly what they are, or at least uh, remnants and or smaller kind of like deities of this. Okay. Um, let's see. Then there's another um, Irish uh, group race the os say which is the irish term for supernatural race in ireland um it's kind of a good better comparison to fairies or elves um they're said to be ancestors or spirits of nature or goddesses and gods again um kind of closer akin to those elementals like in like what i said before so uh in celtic nations it's described as a race of people who've been like driven out by invading humans which is why they're a little bit more um perhaps malevolent um in their history yeah yeah so so. with those two as well as with the geographical folklore and legend um they are very much so a celtic stronghold for sure right Mm-hmm. Um, not just belonging to the Celts, but you know, yeah. they're heavy in Irish culture. Okay, so now that we know about them, and now that we know kind of like some background, um, what, why, like, what, <laughs> like, what is the point? <laughs> um, so you can work with the Fae, and you can work with fairy folk, and. Depending on your comfort level, you can call them to you. You can leave offerings. You can do all kinds of things, and you can work with them. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Um, for a long time, many people were scared of fairies um, mm-hmm. and witches and all of these things. But through time and just through tradition, there are different groups that very specifically work with the fae. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So some tips when you might want to reach out to them or some tips on what to do or what to avoid. Okay. So the first one is do your research. Um, don't include this as your research. <laughs> um, this is not your only research, please. <laughs> no, please read more books and or articles and YouTube videos. Um, but do your, do your research, know who you're working with, know what they like, know what their dislikes are, know where you might be able to find them because um, they are very um, easily swayed, but you can also make them angry very quickly. So mm. do your research. Another tip. Yes, very temperamental. Another tip is to be polite. Um, so... Just try really hard not to offend them, which is easy, but try really hard <laughs> not to if you can. Uh, use a lot of verbal praise and verbal thanks. They like to hear that. Um, please, thank you, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. Develop a healthy relationship. Yeah, I will say in the people that I've heard who do work with the faith, they always talk about how it's a relationship. Yeah, Absolutely. Which, mm -hmm. it, which I think why is a big reason why I don't go that way. Because, like you said, it's very easy to offend them and, like, very easy to do something wrong. Yeah. And I just, I know I personally don't have the, like, energy to yeah. keep up that type of relationship. Same. Same. Like, I'm very casual with my practice. So, <laughs> I think that's why. I'm like, I don't even want to go there because I don't want to mess something up. Like, I really don't. No, exactly. And that goes with the next one is to remember reciprocity. So um, mm -hmm. like any other relationship, it's a two-way street, you know. So if they're going to help you in, in some way, if you're going to ask them for support in a spell or with energies, you need to give something back. Um, right. And generally that is going to be um, – some kind of material object, physical thing, food, space, physical space for them to be, things oh, okay. like that. So just be mindful that it's a 50-50 relationship. Yeah. Sometimes even a 60-40 relationship on their end. Right. So you might need to give a little bit more than they gave you. Mm -hmm. um, the last kind of like tip here before working with them is protecting yourself. So um, keep in mind that not all fae or even spirits um, have your best interest in mind. Like right. they don't maybe care about you, you know, mm -hmm. They're just doing what they do. And so um, it might be good to keep some things close to you that um, offer you protection. So maybe your basic cleansing protections of your home, um, I'll talk about iron a little bit more, but maybe keeping iron nearby, um, St. John's wart, things that, you know, kind of like will protect your home from the Fae is important. Yeah, Not too sense. much that it'll be offensive. Mm. Just right amount. Fine line. Fine line. Because you might have your space and they might have theirs. So, and we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. So now that you've done your research and you want to work with the Fae, how do you even begin? How do you even where to start? Them? Yeah. Um, so the first part, you have to get them to come to you or you have to find them. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that you can do this is making your home or an outdoor space inviting. Um, so the first step to doing this is to create an altar for them. So this will increase uh, their attention to your location. It will magnify energies. Um, inside, you kind of want this energy to be somewhere that will be able to flow outside, maybe closer to a window. Um, but if you're outside, you do want it to be somewhere that they will find attractive and comfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but basically set up a space, a very specific space. Um, once, if you do have one that's outside, you don't want it to be accessible maybe to critters or, um, passerbys. So mm. say you're on a mean street or something, you might want it to be in your backyard. You might want it to be protected, 
um, from raccoons or cats because generally with the fae you do leave food items, food and drinks. So okay, you do want that to be protected. Uh, you want everything to be neat and tidy. Um, apparently, the Fae really like cleanliness. Mm. So if you're going to make an indoor and outdoor altar, just make sure it's organized. It looks aesthetically pleasing. It's not just like a bunch of stuff thrown together. <sighs> you want to put some effort and aesthetic into it. They'll appreciate it. Okay. Um, and just keep your space clean. So if it's outdoors, you want to keep it your backyard maintained. Um, mm. keep it nice, trim, clean up your leaves. I don't know. They would hate it in my backyard. <laughs> Same. Inside, um, literally cleaning. So cleaning down your surfaces, um, having distilled water, using soap or a cleanser, nothing too harsh though for the smells. Maybe use more of a essential oil cleaning base or, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy or harsh. Uh, then once things are physically clean, you're going to want to spiritually clean or energetically clean the space. Okay. So if you are someone who is going to use um, a smoke cleansing, again, be mindful of what you're burning uh, depending on what you practice. But you could do a smoke cleansing. You could do a salt cleansing if you're inside. Remember salt and Dirt don't go well together, um, but just whatever you do to cleanse. Right. Right. Now, going back to the altar, to attract them, it's important to decorate it in a way that they're going to want to um, come stay there, you know, <laughs> yeah. or at least visit. So this is um, beautiful, pretty things. Um Shiny crystals, ribbons, plants, figurines, um, other little fancy stuff, maybe like more fancy candle holders or mm -hmm. um, if you're going to use cloths, maybe something a little bit on the nicer end, you know, um, things that make it look luxurious and nice. Okay. Um, if you're outside – Use similar things, but make sure you waterproof them just so you don't have to keep replacing them. Um, if you again, if you're outside, things that are like that make nice sound, like chimes, okay, um, making patterns with things, planting really nice flowers or herbs um, around the altar is also nice. It's a lot of work, it is, and we're not even <laughs> we're not done yet. Um, <laughs> Another thing that they really like, apparently, is when you talk to them, uh, sing or play music. So hmm. um, maybe like softer classical music, something inviting, or if you're going to sing while you clean or while you're organizing or switching things out, um, or even if you just have a conversation with them while you're doing that, uh, they like that. Kind of finally, you have to be open. So... Um, maybe some of you listening are like, this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, right. what is happening here? Um, and that is fine because I am one who probably will not do this. Um, mm -hmm. But if you are one who believes that the Fae is out there, is someone or something that can help, then one of the things that you really have to do is when you're doing all of this, you have to keep your mind super open, mm -hmm. um, and like really call out to what you're looking for. Again, maybe do some grounding and some energetic protections because if you are going to be open, you don't really know what can come in or what can also hear that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, just be open and um, honest with what you're looking for with the energies. Right. So, how do you know this works? How do we even know? How? <laughs> uh, one of the ways, apparently, is that you will feel happier. Um, oh. You will feel fresher. More, mm. Maybe more energized. Um, maybe you might see little movements or changes in the light or, mm -hmm. like, little little things, you know, that you might yeah. not have noticed before. Um, maybe things will be moved around on the altars. Maybe things might be taken, like some of the pretty things. So you might know that they have been there or hmm. are around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to, like, look out for it. Yes. Um, but apparently you're supposed to know. Like, you'll just, you just know. You'll know. Um, and then once they are there, you acknowledge them, um, show gratitude. And then once you build a relationship, you can start working together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how do you work with the Fae in rituals? Um, so if you are one who believes that the elemental um, and Fae are kind of like one in the same, then you might work them into your ritual that way. So say if you're working with something with water, uh, maybe a water divination, you might call to the elementals that way or fire or wind or earth or what have you, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you would just kind of like um, call or pray or speak to them in that way. Okay. Um, another way with the elementals is if you're calling the corners, there are um, different fey or elemental that work with specific corners and winds. So you can also call or pray to them in that hmm. way. Um, let's see if you are asking for things, um, for ritual specifically, it's not wise to do it like the next day. Like you <laughs> right. want to like, give it some time. Um, the one article I read, it said give it like six months of like relationship. You should like build trust. Yeah. And, and then you can start kind of like, it would just be like any other deity that you work with. Um, right. You wouldn't like, like go out on a date and then the next day be like, hey, can I borrow a hundred dollars? Like exactly. You know. <laughs> um, but just like say you work with Morgana, right? And you have an altar for her and you are worshiping her and you are trying to do um some kind of craft work and you are going to call that energy, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You're just not calling on her, you're calling on the Fae. Yeah. You have to treat yes. them like like a deity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, let's see. You can use them in your meditations um, and then obviously channel their energies in your ritual work for whatever it is that you're working on. But remember, um, they are going to ask you for something in, in return. Right. Um, or you just have to uh, give something before they ask because I don't know if they ask because I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me see. Uh, another way that you can work with them is calling for like inspiration. Okay. Um, so they do, I, I guess a part of the research say that they do give inspiration pretty easily. Like they can aspire you to do something or I guess you can call it like a muse, you know, like if you say right. you really need the motivation or I really need um, support and encouragement to like do something mm -hmm. that's something that people work with them a lot so that's nice that is nice um they can also give you a sense of peace and bliss if asked mm. so say you're having a really hard time and you can like kind of like meditate and call on them mm, okay so that's nice it's also nice yeah um so with all of that said the where they come from who they might be how you can call them how you can work with them there's things you need to consider um <laughs> is that they are a very fickle folk you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they can like you one day and they could not like you the next minute <laughs> yeah um, they can so see you, something you they don't be, like on your the altar and it can yeah sour them against you there was even something that said if they heard an aggressive argument in your home, they just might not come back or they just might be a little bit more vengeful towards you because you upset their peaceful surroundings. Mm. Like They sound just, very high maintenance. I think so. <laughs> Seems yeah. like it. Seems like it a lot. Yeah. So like we've said before, the fairy folk or the fair folk or the fae, They've been feared and respected for forever, right? We hear stories about people being tricked, kidnapped, injured, kidnappings, like I said, all of these things. Um, 
And that's with not giving back that reciprocity. That's with them just being angry with you. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you have done something wrong, <laughs> then um, you need to fix it or protect yourself. Um, <sighs> because with all those bad things, there's like little things that can kind of go awry in your life. Um Ill, like slight illnesses, uh, just being depressive states, um, things mm-hmm. going missing, missing pets, things like that. Um, items in the household breaking, sprees of bad luck, like wow. things that can happen, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're working really intensely with them and then something happens and that relationship is stronger. Okay. So one of the things that you need to do is focus on your home. So protecting your home um, with uh, salt or with iron um, just to make sure that maybe they can't get in um, or that their, I guess, magic can't get in if they can't get in. Like their energy? Um, Yes. Other things are trying to please them again. Um, So anything shiny, giving them new things, um, putting out more cream, putting out food, putting out things that you know that they like um, Mm -hmm. or that you've noticed that they enjoy um, after working with them, trying to appease them essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, A thing to prevent them getting mad at you is – if a fairy ring does appear in your yard, not touching it. Um, Cause if say you accidentally damage it or someone's in your backyard and they step on it or like something that could cause it. So just making sure if you see anything that has naturally occurred to kind of leave it alone. Okay. Yeah. What about like animals? Like I have two dogs and they, they love to like run around in the backyard. You would just have to either fence it if something grows, I assume, or I don't well, know I don't think they. Mean. Well, I mean, they wouldn't like my backyard anyway. That's not exactly like. But still, HGTV ready, but um, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oops. Okay. Um, other th- preventative things you can do if you notice some things are going awry is to just maybe like revamp your altar mm-hmm. or your space for them. It's kind of like, I don't know, redecorate. Yeah. Maybe they get bored. Um, yeah. Uh, some other protective things are planting something called a yellow flowering broom plant outside your home. They don't like it. Oh, okay. They do not like that. Just to like make them go um, away. Yeah. So okay. that plant, um, basic protection spells around your home as well as iron, I guess, are really good to keep them outside of your house. Okay. Um, apparently, they don't like to be called fairies. Hmm. So it's maybe like offensive for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. They also don't like it when you talk about them. So say... I decided to work with the Fae and I set all this up and I do feel that they've come here energetically and I've been working with them. I wouldn't tell you about it. Oh, okay. I don't like that. I like yeah. braggers. Yeah. They're very private and they like <laughs> to keep everything on the down low. Mm. I've uh, been in those kinds of relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Going along with that, don't be possessive of the Fae if you're working with them because they also do not like that. They don't like to be um, seen as only yours. Okay. Yeah. They're not yours. They're just helping you out. Okay. Uh, Don't lie to them. Um, They like respect and they are put a heavy value in truth. So don't ever lie to them about why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, Good run. That's easy. That makes sense. And then, um, yeah, just remember that you can sometimes turn things around with gifts of food, beverages, and other tokens of gratitude. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. The Fae. Yeah. 
And this is exactly the reason why when I think about it, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who do believe in the Fae, don't believe in the Fae, you know. I yeah. lean towards more, yes, I do think they exist, but mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, have no interest in opening that door because no. I do. I know personally I could not keep it up. Like, I would piss them off immediately. Yeah. You know, like, I just... Probably. Me too. And it would be on accident because I would, like, go about my business. I would do all these cute things. I'd be focused on it for, like, a couple days and then I'd forget about it. Yeah. I'd forget to put more food out or clean or, you know, like, I just... Like, reading or hearing all this, if you're kind of the person who does work with them, it's... You got you are dedicated because I couldn't I couldn't keep it up. You know? I just couldn't. No, but more power to you if you can. Yeah, for real. And then if this was just a fantasy story to you today, that's fine too. Yeah, you learn something new. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know. It's very then this. I know I said a lot and I talked for a while, but there, there's so much more. oh oh yeah i bet yeah like you said that was just like the basics the things that they like the things that they don't like there's more rituals there's more ways to attract there's way more legend and history and oh yeah well i think this was a good way to like just give you an introduction tell Mm -hmm. you like this is sort of like the type of energy it takes to reach even just reach out yeah that doesn't even include if they reach out back to you you know yeah exactly and i think part of this is so say you may live in an area where the fair very popular say you do live in europe and um and you feel like because sometimes people i think can get um ghosts in the fae kind of mixed up sometimes Mm. Missing keys, keys ending up in closets, uh, the remote is gone, your crystal collection, maybe a rock is gone, you know, like little mm-hmm. things like that where people are like, the Fae just happened to be messing with me, you know? Right. Like there are still like good things to do even if you don't work with the Fae. You can always leave things out for them and verbally say I'm leaving this out for you, you know? Like, yeah, okay. Please leave me alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> Go away. And I have my rock back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, things like that. So keeping in mind, if you're scared of them, you know, the plant, the iron, put iron in your entryways. So Yeah. Because there's like lots a, of really pretty iron like a door. decorative objects. Get one of those iron doors, like a, what is it, security door? Mm-hmm. Get That's one of those. True. That's very true. So, I mean, you could take it as much or as little or none as you would like. Yeah. Maybe you want to work with them. Maybe you believe they exist, but you don't want to work with them. Or you don't, you think it's just a fairy tale, you know? But now you have some information to base those decisions on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And if I screwed it all up and messed it up, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) We always do. We always do. No, but that was yeah. a lot of a lot of information. Yeah, that was, I learned a lot. I didn't know most of that. Either did I. Either did I. I'm glad you there's, tackled there's it. It's like a <laughs> like a little legend because again, I didn't get into everything, but and I don't know. I've heard seen it in a different couple different places, and then didn't see it in a couple different places. But like, if you throw rice or salt on the floor. They have to count it. They have to, like, stop and count it. I've heard that before, yeah. To, like, um, get away from them or to, like, confuse yeah, them or distract them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have heard that. I don't know what, in what situation you would need that in, but who knows? <laughs> right. Cream. They really like cream, alcohol, fresh fruit. Who doesn't like all those things, to be honest? Sweets. They like sweets, cookies, cakes, little things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it just seems like a lot of work. And uh, (laughs) I'm just... 
Working with the Fae is too much work for James and I. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I have respect, but I yeah. will respectfully pass on working with the Fae. Yeah. I don't even work with Just, the deity. I'm more yeah. of a geological elemental kind of person over here. Yeah, same. So, mm-hmm. The closest thing I have to a deity is the moon. Yeah, same. And even Which then, she's just moon. like chilling and she doesn't care if I, you know, if I skip a month or whatever. No, nope, That's why we get along. <laughs> low maintenance. Low maintenance. <laughs> exactly. The Fae are Like my low deity's low maintenance. So, no, but thank you. That was cool. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Took a couple days to figure all that out, but got it. Yeah. How you put all that in order, I don't know. But it I worked. don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, the Fae. Take it or leave it. Do what you will. Now we all know. Yeah. If you well, if you work with the Fae, I guess you're not really supposed to tell us, right? But Technically. Or maybe if like, you worked with them in the past and you don't work with them anymore, let us know how it went. Yeah, because I'm interested to see what it really does take. Like, yeah, if, if it does take that much effort, or if it's not really that much effort, or was it worth it? Yeah, was it worth it? I feel like what that's did a you big have question. Give in return. Yeah, did you get what you needed? Was it worth the effort? I would like to know. Those I guess, things. um, like Rumpelstiltskin was supposed to be a fairy with like the firstborn sons. There's something with the legend about like. If you asked a favor and the favor was big enough, they would demand the firstborn. Oh right, it's, I, goes, is that the one with I, the 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 golden hair into gold? Right, the straw into gold. Straw into gold. Yeah, but I think that's part of the changeling legends. Um, changelings are interesting. We're gonna have to talk about them because that's a whole yeah. other. But I mean, Very if you don't know, creepy. if you know zero things about changeling, it's when a fairy, fey folk, fairy folk, what have you, would either kidnap um, a infant or would be given a um, firstborn, right, in return. Mm-hmm. Um, if they kidnapped an infant, sometimes they would leave the fairy infant in their place because, say, they were like, I don't Sickly. know. Yeah, they didn't. Um, wasn't going very well. Yeah. The human would raise the fairy infant as a human and it would end up being kind of like a not great person, right? Like, yeah, like an odd die, pass away really young or have like behavioral issues or things like that. And that's kind of what they blamed that on, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, or they would just kidnap the child completely and not right. leave anything behind. And then the fairy would raise the child as their own so which like what does, what does the fae get out of that i don't know not having their own sickly child or maybe connections to the human world mm, okay yeah 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 we'll have to look into it future we'll episode yeah it'll be interesting <laughs> <sighs> yeah let us it. know what you know about the fae if you work mm-hmm. with them or if you have in the past or maybe things we missed. Yeah. Let us mm-hmm. know. We're always wanting to know more. Always wanting to know. But yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot. So I uh, hope you have a wonderful holiday break, whether or not you celebrate Thanksgiving or not, because a lot of people don't. Um, True. And uh, just enjoy yourself. Rest. Um, if you do have any time off, be safe, be responsible. You're going to do what you're going to do. We're going to not tell you what to do. Just you Just do. Just be you. safe. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's it. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell thank you for listening to this episode of sit for a spell please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at sit for a spell pod if you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices please email us at sit for a spell pod at gmail.com Until next time, blessed be. be.